Welcome to 100% Cars, Episode 1. I'm Nico Lombard, your host. And I am so happy to get to talk about cars with you guys as we enter these hard times. You know, I'm so excited to do this. You know, my friend that gave me the idea to do, to do a podcast, I was like, such a good idea. So from there, you know, I was like, okay, I should do this. This would be an awesome idea. So the main point of this podcast was trying to inform inform people about cars and stories because i i wanted to plan the best episodes out because after all i am a 13 year old boy who loves cars and i think it's so cool i get to have a podcast so you know it's just gonna be really fun while we you know we go through some episodes and it's just gonna it's kind of a great time all right so of course the things we're going to talk about today are the, is the only Porsche 911 Turbo S, which I think is a great car. We're going to talk about the Porsche Taycan. And, you know, we're just going to um, discuss that. Is it really run for its money? So that's pretty much in today's episode. So without further ado, let's get started. So let's talk Porsche. I wanted to give like a little hit. Like, not behind history about it. The 911, if you didn't know, is their two-door rear-engine sports car. That's always been, like, their mid-range sports car, besides the GT3 RS, the GT2 RS, and, of course, the big hypercar, the 918. You know, this has been a really popular car for a long time. Personally, one of my favorite cars, all-time favorite cars, is the Porsche 911. So, it was introduced around 1948 as the Porsche 356. Also, my dream car. Love that car. With a small, it was small, sleek, and of course, the engine was in the rear. You see, they were hand-built in a small place in Gumen, Australia. Austria. I'm sorry, I did not spell that correctly. I don't think. And, you know, it was, it was like their first answer to their, you know, it's it's, it's Porsche getting started was right there. And you fast forward, you know, a couple, you know, a couple years later, a couple of years in the future, and you've got the 911, the three point, the two, two liter, six cylinder Porsche 911 producing 130 horsepower. <clears throat> and, you know, the Porsche 911 hit U.S. markets in 1964. And if you know that it, you know, was introduced in, uh, you know, it was in Europe for a while. In fact, I think it was eight years after the 356 they created the 911. And I don't think, you know, I mean, I know that it wasn't automatically right in U.S. as soon as it came out. So, you know, it hit in 1964. You could start buying in the U.S. for 5,500 USD. Obviously, this was back then. It's, yeah, you know. And from there, it was just a success. You see, now we're going to fast forward to now. And you'll notice things have changed. You know, you've got this now Turbo S. You've got this new redesigned 911. You've got the Taycan, which I'm going to talk about later in this episode, which is their electric sedan. You know, they've just, they've grown. They've improved so much from when the original 356 was created and, you know, when Porsche was started. So, 
Turbo S. So, you know, the little background. The Turbo S, if you didn't know, has always been, like, the higher version of the 911. It's more expensive, but you're getting more power, and you're getting a couple little other upgrades alongside it. You know, I always thought I'm perfectly fine with the 911. I don't need to get, you know, an upgraded version. But for those people, you know, it's like power is a big thing to them. So anyway, this is, you know, if you want to know, the engine is a 3.8 liter six-cylinder engine producing at its highest 640 horsepower, which is more than a Lamborghini Huracan Performante. And if you don't know what that car is, search it up. It's crazy, and that's crazy. That's a powerful car right there. Anyway, this new insanely powerful Porsche doesn't actually come with a cheap price tag. In fact, it's the opposite because it starts at 203,000 US dollars before options, and that's the Cabriolet, which means it's a coupe. And if you get the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you get the Cabriolet, sorry, for the coupe, it is $203,000. If you get the Cabriolet, which is the convertible, it's $216,000 USD. But if you didn't know, Porsche produces expensive cars. That's what it is. And it's quality. It's quality cars you're getting. So I don't, I mean, yes, it's expensive, but it's so much power. It's, you know, it's, it's just beautiful. Speaking of our beauty, it's... Pretty much the 911. You know, you're not looking at an insanely different engine. You know, the styling's the same. The interior's the same. And, you know, it's like, it's just not drastically different. So, you know that you're still staying true to the 911 features. You know, the bug lights. And, like, I call them bug lights. But, like, you know, the, the those lights. And then you've got the rear tail light. You know, it's staying true. So, of course, it's not coming out yet it's for the 2021 model year so i mean if you guys are interested i suggest y'all start you know ordering it because you know it's gonna be here pretty soon and it's gonna be amazing and i am actually really excited to see it on the road and i'm so excited to hear it but uh yeah so next up guys um for this segment we'll talk about the porsche tycon and is it really worth its price tag all right so, guys, if you didn't know about the Porsche Taycan, you've probably been living under a rock. I know it came out a long time ago, but I'm still interested in talking about it. Like, I'm, it's always something I'm interested in about, you know, talking about. Anyway, so, it released in 2019, end of 2019. So, you know, as you guys know, it's May, it's late, but this car doesn't disappoint at all. It's got... It's so modern, it's sleek, it's sporty. It's just, I love the car. It's amazing. So, if you want to know, the Taycan is packed with two electric motors, one on each axle, make it all-wheel drive. So, you'll be getting 560 kilowatt hours, and the range is 192 miles on a single charge. Now, I know there's going to be some Tesla people out there saying, Oh, wait, but the Tesla Model S has more. And yes, it does have more. In fact, the Tesla has 391 miles of range on a single charge for the long range, you know, long range option you can get, which is more. But, you know, 
And of course, the price, the base price of both cars, there is going going to be a difference. The Taycan will start at $103,000, while the Tesla Model S long range, not the normal one, or not the base, the base one will start at $74,000. So, yeah, that is, you know, not cheap. <laughs> but, um, of course, there's going to be pros and cons to each car. But I'm here to focus on the Taycan because, honestly, that's, like, my, f- like my favorite car. And I would totally choose it over the Tesla. So, the Taycan has between 562 to 750 horsepower. That is a, a lot of power. Now, I love talking about this only because for the people who don't know, when the Tesla came out, it was insanely fast. One of the fastest family production cars, you know, you could get. The 0 to 60 was insane. You know, it was it was fast. For the Tesla Model S, Tesla Model X. But the problem was, is for those people who love cars, they're really into cars, they bought their Tesla, they take it to the track, they drag race it, they do all of that, it lose significant power when you launch it, take it to the racetrack. And that was the problem. Was it not, you know, it's it not, you know, being able to maintain high range. I mean, obviously it's going to lose range, but not so significantly like the Tesla Model S. Did and does. Now, that would also give you the range anxiety, which I think is just, you know, I, I've heard so many things about, you know, range anxiety and how that's affecting, you know, it's just like how people, when they're in their Tesla and, it's, you know, and they see they're so low, they start freaking out. It's just bad. And I don't, you know, and it's going to happen with every electric car. We're not in the time period where that's a normal thing where, you you know, you're calm about not having enough range. If you're on a road trip, or if you're in the snow and you're low range, you, you should be some fear about, you know, getting stu- stuck because America and the world at least, you know, America hasn't become comfortable with electric cars yet, you know. And I live in California, so obviously it's going to be, you know, I see tons of Teslas because that's where the base of the company is. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting off track. But, um, you know, <clears throat> with the Taycan, the main point was, you know, you could have less power losses. Lo- you have bet, um, you'd have a less power reduction, which is great, and you know it's a Porsche, so it's gonna be you know, you know there's a difference. To be honest, you know you could fight over which more practical, luxurious, better styling, but when it comes to the Porsche, it's just so easy to use, and it just fits in because you know you're looking at the best interior, which is keeping up with modern times basically all screens and everything's electronic in the car but it's still you know me personally i love technology that's like the best thing i want and it's easy to use easy to you know navigate through it as i've seen so i want to talk prices for you guys for people who are you know interested in looking at one of these <clears throat> you know the tycon turbo uh i'm sorry guys so there's of course, like I said, three models. There's the Taycan 4S, Taycan Turbo, and Taycan Turbo S. So, of course, I'm going to give you the prices before options because, of course, there's plenty of options. So, 
the Turbo S model will put you at $185,000 before options. The Taycan Turbo will put you at $150,000 before options. And finally, like I said, the Taycan 4S will put you at $103,000 before options. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, these are some expensive cars. They're not cheap. They're, you know, they're, they're expensive. But, I mean, it's a Porsche. You should be expecting that price tag because you're going to be getting quality, because you're going to be getting performance, power, and speed. You know, so... <sighs> the question that I'm going to answer is, is the Taycan worth it? Is it really worth that type of money, whether you're getting the 4S or the Turbo or the Turbo S? And my answer is yes. Now, there's some important boxes... I have to check, you know, when looking for, when looking at a car, reviewing a car, seeing what a car is. And it's styling, technology, and performance. That's for me, right? You know, you can have your different list, but my list is that. And fortunately, it checks off. I can check off all those boxes on the Taycan. I don't think I can check those off on the Tesla Model S for me. You see... It's got great technology. It's got the power. In fact, it's it might even have more. It has more power than the. You know, it's got insane power. It's a rival to the Tesla. You know, the. You know, they've been the pinnacle of electric cars, and they've t held that crown for so long. Now, there's only one problem I have. Though I said it's quality, and you're getting Porsche, there has to be those car companies that are willing to that can compete with that amount of range. That amount of luxurious and te technological advancements in that car and make it affordable. That's our real problem. And, you know, Tesla, I mean, I'm sorry, Porsche couldn't do that. They made a car that rivaled it. But range was a big difference and pricing was, you know, a substantial difference. So, you know, we're looking at, oh, wow, like this isn't, you know, there has to be someone who can dethrone Tesla, which is not going to be easy. So guys, unhappy, but you know, it's just, it's so raw. The power's raw. It's complex. And it's a simple yet, you know, just beautiful car, all around beautiful car. And I'm so happy that I got to share this with you guys because I love this Porsche. And, you know, it's just, you know, we obviously know that electric cars could be and probably will be the face of our future. So thanks guys for tuning in to that segment. And I'm going to close off. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of 100% Cars. Certainly not the last, but make sure to follow me on Instagram at NicoLombard45. And the next episode will be releasing in the next week or so. So be ready. Thanks for listening to 100% Cars. I'm Nico Lombard, and I will see you next time.